from LA to Hong Kong, Ibiza to Sydney, it's DJ Fuel on <laughs> The Party Life. The Party Life. Hello and welcome to a massive show here on The Party Life, right here on Raw FM. Joining me on the show this afternoon, Mr. Pete Tong. We're going to be chatting to Pete Tong about his tour around Australia, also his upcoming album and all things DJ and music related. Also on the show, brand new music from Penal, Duke Jamon, and I'm also going to play you this brand new one from Will K. It's last week's tune of the week. It's how we always start the show here on The Party Life. This one's called Sour Milk.
Hey, what's up? This is Nicky Nighttime. It's the party line with DJ Fuel. Radio Raw FM, this is The Party Life and I'm DJ Fuel. I hope you're enjoying the tunes. There's still plenty more to come right here on The Party Life.
Hi, this is Chris Lake, and you're listening to The Party Life with DJ Fuel.
And that wraps up the first part of the show here on The Party Life. If you want to know what I played here on the show this afternoon, you can head to our website, thepartylife.com.au, shortly after this afternoon's show. And if you want a shout-out, then head to our website. You can leave us a message there, and I'll read out your messages here on the show next week. If you're a fan of dance music, then you would know the name Pete Tong. Well, he is in the country, and he is touring around with the Heritage Orchestra, and he's got an album coming out real soon. I'll be chatting with the man, Pete Tong, right after this. Stick around. Plenty more to come here on The Party Life. The biggest dance records from all over the world. Right now on The Party Life with DJ Fuel. It is with great honour as I introduce our guest on the show this afternoon. Uh, We'll speak about his DJ and radio career on BBC's Radio 1. We'll also chat about his current tour with the Heritage Orchestra, which is in Australia at the moment, and also the upcoming album. Welcome to the show, and I still can't believe I'm going to say this. Welcome to the show, (laughs) Pete Tong. Thank you. (laughs) Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's uh, it's an honour and a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, Where do we start? Look, the DJ career, the upcoming tour, uh, sorry, the upcoming album, where do you want to start? Um, well, the tour is a good place to start. I mean, it, it, I say tour, it's like we, we're down here doing two dates. I wish it was more, but very grateful that we're down here to do two. So, yeah, we, we've done down here with the Heritage Orchestra and Jules Buckley performing the Classic House, the Ibiza Classic Show, uh, which we started, which kind of started by, with, by a kind of happy, fortuitous accident. A couple of years ago, 2015, I was invited to curate a prom, which is a part of a series of very famous classical concerts that have been running in in London for a hundred years at the Royal Albert Hall. And they wanted to do something a little bit more contemporary, so they asked Radio One, who asked me. It happened to be a big anniversary of Radio One going down to a beat that we were celebrating um, 20 years of trips down there. So we thought this would be an amazing thing to do. So I got introduced to Jules and Heritage Orchestra and basically put this show together, which the first show was the end of July in, in 2015. Halfway through the show, you know, we realized we're on to, you know, something magical was happening. And at the end of the show, it was like, God, how can we ever, can we get back together and do this again somehow? Which eventually we managed to do at the end of last year. We did three big arena shows in the UK and, and put an album out to kind of celebrate that fact and that went to number one in the UK and that gave us the momentum to do a bunch more shows this year and get invited to Australia and here I am talking to you. <laughs> I know and I was uh, lucky enough to come to the Sydney show at Kudos Bank Arena on Wednesday night and right. uh, look I have uh, it's now in my top three musical experiences of all time and oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, and one of them was uh, seeing uh, a guy called Michael Hutchins front the band In Excess I'm not sure if you know yeah. you know who I'm talking I know, about. I know all about you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, it is in now in my top three. The music, the song selection on uh, Wednesday night was incredible. Goosebumps, pretty much every song. It, incredible. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, I think it's probably because um, I've been playing for that many years and I've played a lot of those songs in my sets over the time, but uh, even just looking around, the demographic, people in the crowd, young, old, people knew the words. It was, uh, you have got something really special and there's an album coming out, well, not just Ibiza classics, but uh, renditions of uh, a few uh, contemporary classics. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, we did, you know, this this show in 2015 was a, was a one-off, and but when we got the chance to 
get back together and do the three big shows in the UK at the end of last year. Then we got organized and thought, well, if we're going to do this again, we should create, you know, um, you know, record it and like put an album out. So we didn't, we didn't record a live show. We actually went in the studio like a proper band would to make an album and basically recorded that first set. So the album that's out at the moment is, is the classic house album is essentially the set you saw in Sydney. But um, yeah, very excited to say that we've now made a second album, <laughs> which is under the, the name Ibiza Classics, which comes out at the beginning of December worldwide and that features another 20 odd tracks that a lot of them we haven't performed yet there's going to be there's kind of one exclusive in the Sydney show that you saw when we did Galvanize which is the Chemical Brothers track that Remy from down here stepped up and, and performed with us so that was the first time we'd ever played that but that comes from the new album yeah and there's, there's some ama yeah, amazing tracks on the new album things like Sing It Back um, Unfinished Sympathy the Massive Attract song Out of Space The Prodigy Loretta Nell Sebastian Tellier, Man with a Red Face, Laurent Garnier, Mori Canty's Yaki Yaki. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. I can't wait for it. It's yeah. uh, so many, so many great tunes on there, and I want to see how they sound with the full orchestra. Yeah, okay. no, it's been an amazing, amazing experience. I think the second album. I mean, I, lo I love doing the first one, but the second one, um, the fact that it was it was mostly songs that we hadn't yet performed um, made the process even more fascinating. It, it was really like being in a in a proper band. I mean, we, you know, so yeah. It's, uh, hopefully, um, people enjoy the results. Yes. We're really, I'm really proud of it. Well, we will play one of the tunes here uh, on the show this afternoon. Uh, you have got the show coming up tonight in uh, Melbourne. Um, yeah, what an amazing venue. I what know. What an amazing venue. So I, couldn't, I was so blown away. We went for a site visit yesterday and um, we're setting up the stage and it's just, just the place itself creates such an amazing unique atmosphere so um, yeah really looking forward to it now look uh, you have uh, you have been on radio uh, you've been playing for for it feels like decades now uh, <laughs> yeah. decades yeah pretty much my whole life your yeah. whole life yeah so um, what made you want to go down that path and uh, how did you stumble across radio and DJing because it was uh, a lot different to what it would be these days yeah I mean as a kid I would, you know at school I I was always into music I was I was fascinated by records and collecting records and knowing all about records and reading the labels and like looking at you know things on the sleeve and as a kid I was like infatuated by you know T-Rex and you know David Bowie and Roxy Music Led Zeppelin and eventually got into a kind of school band and you know I wanted to be a drummer I was like Keith Moon from The Who was my hero um, and, the, and the guy John Bonham from Led Zeppelin so I used to sit in my front room with my headphones on trying to copy these um, legendary <laughs> drummers uh, got into a school the band did a few shows and then realised we weren't that good but I saw a DJ one day came on after us and kind of got the party rocking and um, once I saw a DJ for the first time with a very archaic setup with like two basic turntables and like a home amplifier in between but I thought that's what I want to do because that, that really plays into my love of collecting records. And that kind of led me into kind of more specializing in dance music of the day, which was really funk and soul and disco. And then, you know, I realized, you know, I realized well, I, I wanted to, you know, how do you make a career of this? And, and back then, I didn't even know what entrepreneurial meant. But, you know, I kind of had to do everything. I got a sound system so I could supply sound. I got a transit van so I could go around. I got, I started running my own parties, whatever it took to you know try and earn a living being involved in music and then no no DJs back then ever got famous being DJs so the only way of progressing being a DJ was was actually to get on the radio so to, to kind of increase the kind of awareness of your name and because again this kind of record collector mentality you know DJing on the radio I, I was listening to a lot of specialist DJs back then and I kind of identified with that and I knew I didn't want to be a kind of breakfast show DJ I just wanted to go 
go on occasionally and like play the records I really loved and that, and, and got into it that way. And then even that wasn't enough to kind of pay the bills. So I actually had a, I got a day job because you had to, you know, there wasn't enough coming in from, from being a DJ at night. So I, I ended up getting a job initially as a journalist and then so I could write about music and then it moved into a record company. And I was I was in a label for nearly 20 years. So so it all it all based around music. It was all, yeah, all around music. And just to you know, explain to people, I mean, now for a DJ to kind of break through in 2017, you're 99.999% of DJs go immediately go into making music. I mean, you couldn't do that when I started. It, you know, the price to entry to, to actually make music it was so high you know you had to you couldn't do it at home you had to get signed to a label so they could pay for you to go in a studio and DJs per se most of them weren't musicians so you'd have to hire a load of people to play the tracks so it's very hard you know so that's why you had to do all these other things to kind of get ahead I mean Carl, Carl Cox was the same He was when I first met Carl he was actually running around with sound systems and he provided sound systems for um, some of the parties that me and Paul Oakenfold used to play and then he said like you should let me play records too so we did which was a good idea <laughs> Yes, very good idea. Look, look how that yeah. turned out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, look, I guess in these days, you know, you've got the ability to make music just like that, but it's, yeah. the market is flooded and it's so hard to get your name out there without, uh, you know, you can be creating great music and there's people like you who do find these yeah. artists and, and bring them to light uh, on your radio show and, and just even in your sets. Um, so I think um, it's a double-edged sword, whereas uh, back in the day you couldn't, you know, you needed all this money and equipment to get to, to, yeah. to make your music but now it, you've got the equipment but it's just so much harder to, to break through uh, do you have any tips for young DJs or aspiring artists to um, to break into the scene well I think that same spirit of entrepreneurial is really really important I think that um, the good news is as you say you know it's, it's a lot easier to start to make music you know there's amazing programs that you can get for your laptop it's so cheap now you get the toys you know that, that, and the things that come with that it's just out of this world so you know making music learning how to make music is important but also just old school you know a lot of people make tracks and then want to be DJs and they come out with their music and they actually can't DJ <laughs> so I think just appreciating the um traditional skills of what it takes to become a DJ which was was essentially picking great records and playing them in the right order you know so I think it's, it's still about putting in your 10,000 hours you know you've, you've got to you got I mean I, look at me and my career I'm, I'm still learning you know still learning M- music making came late to me and now I'm on stage with a 65 piece orchestra and um, I'm still learning you know learning more about how to put music together in a studio and, and how to play you never stop but it's all out there for you to do you know you can there's a million videos on YouTube that can help you <laughs> uh, sometimes that can be uh, yeah they can send you uh, down the wrong path as well just find a good YouTube channel with uh, someone who knows what that's true that's true well. no, there's a lot of proper schools though yes of like course point blank and like there's some amazing ones with you know, eventually you have to start paying for them to teach you but there's there's enough out there to get started and whet your appetite so. and, <clears> I, and I think the the most important thing about what we do for just listening to what you say as well is you need to have the passion and the music comes first absolutely don't do it for the money um, <laughs> do it do it from the heart and from the soul because that's you know ultimately that'll get you'll get found out you know as you say it's so competitive out there there's so competitive maybe not even the right word as you say it's just flooded out there with average you know it's quite easy to get to be pretty good actually these days it's very it's much harder to be you know excellent though (laughs) and that's normally where you have to get to to get noticed if you put the hours in and you end up on stage with a 65 piece orchestra (laughs) playing uh, you know selling out shows and releasing albums it's uh, it's incredible yeah no it's it's, um, been a what can I say yeah I'm very unfortunate 
and um, count myself lucky, but I, you know, I guess also kind of made my luck to a certain extent, or just got ran with the opportunity. So, you know, a lot, a lot of you know, life can deal deal you um, some crazy cards. <laughs> it sure can. You got to seize the opportunity, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, let's uh, let's wrap this up. And look, I could talk to you for hours, I think, but let's wrap it up and play the one of the songs off your upcoming album with the Heritage Orchestra. We'll play. Uh, play sing it back. Yeah. I mean, Becky came into our setup in a really kind of healthy way. She she appeared um, on a few of the festival shows this summer, kind of really clicked with, with the team and really embraced and fell in love with what we were doing. And she absolutely smashed a couple of the tracks we were doing. So we yeah, we really wanted to have her on the new album and kind of in conjunction with her, she picked this song to do. And I, I it was a great um, kind of bootleg that we used to play back in the day in Ibiza where this song ran over um, effectively kind of Georgia Moroder bass line. So, this version that you hear is, you know, inspired by the best bits of the original and the best bits of that that kind of bootleg remix. And that's another thing to point out. You know, with the second album, I was I was really trying to, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm covering other people's songs, and I'm, you know, these, these are some of the greatest <laughs> records ever made from the genre. So, but I didn't want to just copy them. I wanted to create versions of them that can, you know, they'll never be better than the original, but I want them to coexist alongside the original and complement the original. And so we tried really hard to come up with an angle for every track on this album where people can appreciate the tracks in a different way and they can you know as I say they're not meant to replace the originals they're meant to you know just be, be a, um, a kind of a, a new hopefully enticing artistic interpretation yeah, pay a bit so of this is what you hear yeah exactly well, as I said the the album comes out Dece- early December if you're in Melbourne if you're in Melbourne today uh, get along to the show at the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl awesome venue uh, with I, I guarantee you we'll be talking about the show for many years to come like I still am after Wednesday night yeah. I only had to, uh, just say one more thing about tonight I think the, the, I mean as you saw in Sydney the audience is, is like the X Factor star of the show I mean the audience participation kind of lifts the orchestra and it becomes this kind of just one monstrous kind of loving rave <laughs> so I think being part of the crowd tonight um, you're, you're definitely going to be part of the show so if you're in town and you're around tonight please come down So I wasn't expecting what I saw on Wednesday night, I, you know, I think orchestra, people are going to be sitting down. It's going to be like I, I, I went to the the Sydney Opera House to see the Above and Beyond Acoustic Show, and I was expecting maybe something like that, but then yeah. it was, it was like you said, it was like a rave. Everyone was out of their seats, the floor was pumping, and uh, I wish I could go back to Wednesday night again. Actually, I might even buy a ticket to uh, to Melbourne and fly down there tonight. Come down, come down. <laughs> give you a front row seat. Oh, awesome, great stuff. I'll let you do the honors and introduce your song. Okay, this is Sing It Back from uh, Pete. Song, uh, Jules Buckley and the Heritage Orchestra featuring the amazing voice of Becky Hill.
drives you home every Thursday from 5 with The Party Life. It's time for the Fuel Tune of the Week. It is time now to crown this week's Tune of the Week and I have been lucky enough to see these guys perform many, many times over the years and each and every time their performance is absolutely spot on. It is no secret that I'm a fan of Above and Beyond but when Above and Beyond team up with Richard Bedford then they go to the next level. The brand new one now from Above and Beyond and Richard Bedford. It's the tune of the week here on episode 283, Northern Soul. I'm stuck at a red light Waiting A six mile in Delaware The sound of a distant firebird The echo of a ride in Smokey's words An absence, sweet absence Fills the freezing air I'm wayside for years now I'm distant, rising. I drove them out of here. I gave you the American dream, and the music for your movie scene. But you left me bleeding to listen to my prayers.
But you can never take my soul You can crack my stones and melt my steel But you can never take my soul You can break my heart or crush my dreams But you can never take my soul You can crack my stones and melt my steel But you can never take my soul
And that wraps up one massive episode of The Party Life right here on Raw FM. A big thank you to Pete Tong for taking the time to chat to us here on the show this afternoon. And a big thank you to you for tuning in again. If you want to hear the interview with Pete Tong once again, head to our website, thepartylife.com.au, shortly after this afternoon's show. You can also listen to this whole episode in its entirety again plus past episodes as well. You can also find out more about the upcoming album from Pete Tong with the Heritage Orchestra, the Ibiza Classics, and I cannot wait for this one. If you also want to know any of the tunes played here on the show, there'll be a full track listing on the website too. If you want to catch me in action this weekend, I'll be playing right before Mr. Will Sparks at King Street, and then on Sunday morning at Blue Door for Breakfast and Beats, and then back here on your radio next Thursday afternoon with episode 284 of The Party Life. If you're going to party this weekend, party safe. It's DJ Fuel. I'm out. 